Oh my gosh. As humans, we all want to be free of problems, judgment, right? That's a big one. Massive expectations and the overwhelming life suckers that come into our worlds, right? We want to be rid of those and free of those problems. And we'd love to know how to honor our worth in life and business. Heck, some of us just want to plain out find it. And what if you could fall in love with fear oh, instead of running from it, right? Whoa, there's a thought right there. What if? What if all of those things, we could drop in front of you solutions to them today? Stick around because it's going to happen and it's going to be absolutely amazing. If you're watching from any other platform other than the Aaron Strayer Show, there's a link right above you in the feed. Go ahead and click that. Come on over and say hello to us here. Bring your awesomeness and your good vibes. If you're watching from the massive amounts of other places where we're at, thank you so much for viewing with us and hanging out with us. We really appreciate you. We are live on the Aaron Strayer Show where we are all about promoting cultivating and expanding amazing female entrepreneurs. We talk about hot topics like fear, like self-worthiness, like judgment. Oh my gosh, we're going to hit all of those things today and some more. And we give you workarounds, tips, tricks, things to plug in to those challenges that we face every single day. Oh, I'm Erin Strayer and recovering corporates and entrepreneurs hire me to get them business beyond basics because most are indecisive going to talk about some of that today. They're held hostage by their own fear, already on the list, and have settled for average ugh, C plus. Nobody wants that. So I help keep them on track by setting attainable goals, plugging gaping holes in their business and personal lives and taking their dreams to reality. And bottom line, I provide peak performance scaling strategies for growth-minded entrepreneurs so that you and your business gets the attention to detail that you and your business deserves and you start excelling and making money in your business. Okay, so what if Brene Brown and Tony Robbins had a baby? I'm pretty sure it'd be called Tracy Litt. She's a certified mindset coach, best-selling author, rapid transformational therapist, and awe-inspiring speaker. She is the founder of The Lit Factor, a personal growth and coaching company, and The Worthy Human, and an inspirational an empowering merchandise line, which I own a lot of it. Just saying, you'll want it. It's yummy. Tracy exists to remind you of your potential, teach you the power of your mind, and support you in cultivating a phenomenal relationship with yourself. She's brilliant. She will rock your thought process. And I cannot wait to welcome my dear friend, Tracy Litt. Come on up here. Hey. Are we going to start the day off with a shimmy? I think that every day needs to be started with a shimmy. And if not started with, insert it throughout the day. Because that could be tip number one. It instantly will make you feel better. Like all the time, no matter what. Like all the time, no matter what. Really. So one of my favorite things that you do um, is Fridays. Early morning Fridays with Tracy Litt. <laughs> yeah, Shake Your Ass Friday is a movement. Yeah. The movement. Well, there's many movements that we're involved in. Um, obviously, where the human is a movement, but uh, every Friday, Shake Your Ass Friday is just a couple minutes where I get you to get out of some self judgment, take yourself a little less seriously, raise your vibration, and just calm down from the intensity and the pressure 
that's all self-inflicted, by the way, that you're probably living under. Um, and when you connect to that part of yourself, when you're just silly and light, magic things happen in your world. And that's really what Shake Your Ass Friday is all about. Yeah, you guys seriously, like hop on in the morning on Friday. It will absolutely just change change the way you attack a Friday. And if you need it on Monday, by all means, go hit the replays. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's a whole playlist on YouTube. There's a whole playlist. <laughs> and they're fantastic. And they just really get your juices going. And they put you in a different vibrational mindset um, that goes right hand in hand with the problems that we face and who we are as women and really stepping into that and owning it. And um, Tracy, I know you've been on the show before. People seriously go back and watch the replay. It was uh, about a year and a half ago that Tracy was on our show. And I'm so thrilled to have you back again, friend. And, ah, it's so good. We got so many amazing things to talk about today. And, um, you know, really owning owning the part of, of the being the problem and the solution like really, I don't want to know that I'm part of the problem. Why is that? I, I don't want to. I don't want to admit it. I don't I, want to admit. I, I couldn't be happier that this is where you went. So, let's dive in, right? So, let's pretend that. Well, I'm even even answered as you are now, but you've also done a tremendous amount of growth work, right? And, yeah. But really, just finish that sentence for me. I don't want to admit that I'm part of the problem because because that would make me feel like I was a failure. Mm, and if I feel like I'm a failure, then? Then I don't look like I have it all together and I'm successful. Mm, and if I don't seem like I have it all together, then? Mm -hmm. Then clearly I don't um, respect what I have enough to have it all together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so do you see how that interesting little slope went? And really, if we would have kept going, you would have eventually landed up in a place of, and then that means I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So let me use this space to explain this. Um, which is also why you are the problem and the solution goes directly with worthy human. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because here's the truth. And the truth is sometimes upsetting and that's okay. There are lots of people right now in the wake of the launch of this book that feel very agitated about me telling you that you are the problem. And I'm thrilled about that because I am not interested in making you comfortable. I am interested in making you grow. <laughs> so this is not a popularity contest, right? Let's, let's stop there for a second because that's huge. Cause we all, you know, cruise, cruise control is super comfortable, right? Your foot doesn't cramp. You don't have to hold it down. You don't have to stay the consistent speed. You just push the button and it does it for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem, right? Yeah. So many people are coasting. Mm -hmm. They're just hanging out. Hey, this is good enough. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, that's interesting because it's, it's about waking yourself up and living beyond mediocrity right? Or realizing that the areas that you're stuck in in your life or the quote, why life doesn't feel good or why you aren't where you want to be doing the things you want to be doing is really all a reflection of you and you not doing the inner work or having not healed or having not grown, uh, which is what being the problem is really all about, 
right? So what you're referring to, I call, and I call it in the book, zombie checklist. Okay? Zombie checklist. So zombie checklist is like, yeah, going through the motions, checking the box. My to-do list has to-do lists. I'm just doing it. I'm kind of like asleep, right? I have no self-awareness, although I might think I have some self-awareness. And I feel like I just, you know, I'm either missing out on life or I keep hitting my head against the wall. Something doesn't feel right. There's the gnawing. There's the why am I here? What's my purpose? You know, why can't I get any further than I am? And you, you, you label it stuck, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a gift also in the way that I live, right? It's stuck is a gift because stuck is your soul going, hey, you do something different, <laughs> Right. Do something you haven't done before. Heal me. Help me. Let me learn something. That's what stuck really is. Stuck isn't negative. Stuck is a gift. But again, it's all mindset. And it's all how you look at it. Sure. So before we go down that route, what I want to acknowledge about the problem and solution thing is twofold. The reason you are the problem and the reason why it annoys you at first is because you don't want to take responsibility. You don't want to say, okay, fine, I'm the problem. Because if you're the problem, what is the other thing I tell you? Then you're the solution, which is like, ah. And by the way, the highest level of freedom you'll ever feel in your entire life. And freedom is something that I hear from many, many, many magnificent human beings. What do you ultimately want? Ultimately, ultimately, drill it down, drill it down, drill it down. Freedom. Well, freedom is you being the solution and realizing that you are the root cause of absolutely everything that you experience. Right. And the reason now this is how it ties into worthy human. And this is essential to understand. If you're living in an outdated paradigm of my outside creates my inside. I am as valuable as what people think of me, what I've done last, the shit I own, how big my house is, how many purses I have, you know, where, how, how my kids grades are, whatever those things are. Right. Then you won't want to own your shit. And in terms of being the problem, because you're living in a world where your external circumstances influence your value. What Mm. I'm arguing is that's not true. The truth is you were born pure, whole, enough, and worthy. Mm. Loving, you matter, you're significant, you're deserving, right? So that is your birthright. You don't have to do anything to achieve this. You don't have to act in a certain way. You simply are. And here's the beauty of this. The moment you go, okay, Tracy, I will stop resisting. I am willing to believe that I am enough and that I am worthy and that nothing outside of me can influence that worth ever. Now you're willing to go, And from that space, I can own my shit because owning my shit now doesn't influence my value. Mm -hmm. Admitting ownership over something and taking responsibility for where I'm not or something that went on or a choice that I made doesn't impact my value. So in order to actually get where you want to go and feel how you want to feel and, you know, live a crazy, amazing, possible life. You get to believe you're enough because that's the truth. And then you own your shit. Yes. That's how it goes. And it seems, I mean, when you say it, it's like, gosh, that's just simple. Mm-hmm. That's simple. 
mm-hmm. but how do I do it? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I step into that? How do I, how do I have a person like you in my world to help me guide through that? Cause clearly I need somebody with your expertise and your guidance mm-hmm. to, to take my hand mm-hmm. yeah, and, and lead me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and do that. So one people, I highly recommend that just throwing that out there. One, put Tracy in your pocket, get on her schedule, spend some time with her one-on-one, just throwing that out there. It changes your world forever Two, like the whole honoring your worth and figuring it out. Like that's when, that's when the, the marination of business and life collide right? Like not collide, like they just come together and they're making this amazing like drizzle for your salad, right? Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. when, when you actually can honor that you're worth, you're enough, Mm -hmm. you have it, you have there. And how do I keep rid of like the judgment though? Mm -hmm. Like those life sucking judgmental mice and half the time it's myself, but right. All judgment is self-judgment. Explain that. that. Explain all that. Ju- all judgment is self-judgment. So when it comes to judgment specifically, um, and all, this is the interesting thing, when you start to do the work of being a worthy human, right? Because, and we all are, it's not like half of us were born with it and half of us weren't, right? This is not like that. It's not like, oh shit, I can run a four minute mile and I'm just never will. Like, no, it's, it's every single one of us, you guys, we are human spiritual beings. This is your birthright. So get really clear on that. And I know that up until now, you used to believe that things could influence your worth. Mm -hmm. And that's just simply not true. I need to say that again, because I need it to start to settle in. And it might take you a little while to be in full belief of this and and a true embracing, but that's okay, because that's why I'm here. I will hold the space for you until you're fully on board, right? Now, when you are a worthy human, you are living in your honoring your worth and you are living running your mind right you are cultivating a relationship with yourself you learn that judgment is a life sucker right you release things like comparison you realize that things are none of your business and you don't take things personally right you decide to be very self-aware you understand that you're going to respond instead of react you embrace every part of you that's imperfect because that's what makes you the magnificent worthy human that you are so as judgment pertains to this conversation worthy humans live in a totally different way a totally different way than how we were raised because God bless all of our forefathers, parents, grandparents, and great grandparents. They did the best with what they could, but they screwed us over in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And we need to undo some of those constructs, right? Like failure. What a terrible disempowering construct we were all raised under Mm -hmm. that. I know I have three teenage daughters. We're undoing that all the time, right? How many of you actually instantly believe that failure is not even a thing, right? It's just learning. It's like, oh, I'm going to intend towards this. I'm going to take steps. I'm going to do my best. And if it doesn't go my way, what's my lesson? Roll it right into the next thing and keep moving. That is actually what failure is. But somewhere along our upbringing, 
failure became a reflection of your good enoughness. Mm. If you fail, you must suck. If you fail, then that's not for you, right? It's that old, outdated, fixed mindset. And these are the types of things that we get to undo when we dive into this kind of work and we start to heal, we start to change our belief system, and most importantly, we start to run. This beautiful thing in between your ears is actually just the greatest tool you've ever had, right? And that's another construct of, oh, no, it's your mind. Your mind's in charge. Your mind's in charge. We're walking around just believing these terrible thought loops that are, like, driving us further and further away from how we want to feel and who we want to be and what kind of action we want to take. You get to take your power back and be more powerful than all of that. Mm. Yeah, and I, I'll guarantee a lot of people that are watching us right now all around the world are going – Damn, I need that. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Everyone it's, does get this. This is a universal it, thing. It is a universal thing. And and um, you know, getting rid of the the self-judgment, which I loved what you said. All of the judgment, it's just ours, right? We we anticipate, we feel it, we whatever from other people, but really it's our own feelings. Yeah, it's it's self-judgment, it's because it's also protection. Right. So when we judge, we judge in a situation where, let's say, someone has a differing opinion than us. Sure. So then we're in judgment. Right. We're not included in something. Then we move to judgment. Um, we observe something about somebody else. It is an indication of something in ourselves that we get to check out. Right. Yeah. But ultimately, it's like judgment is something that we learned when we were much younger that it's really important to move to something called discernment, yes. right? Instead, because judgment is like when you have an opinion, right? Or you're judging the way you feel. I, I had a, a wonderful conversation with a young man yesterday um, and we were talking about the, his inability to connect to his emotions, right? But what was really blocking him was the fact that he was judging being emotional as something that wasn't good. Oh, right. So sure. this is this is judgment. It's really realizing that you're more than likely in a constant state of judgment. But because it's not something that you brought to your awareness, you're not able to realize it yet. Yes. I will share my, my personal experience when I started doing judgment work for myself years ago. And, you know, I was all I'm loving light. Like, <laughs> I don't judge. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm involved. I, you know what I mean? I intended to keep a judgment journal for a week. I kept it for two days. This was about three years ago. And I was compassionately nauseated by what I learned for myself, right? Because I brought it to my awareness, which is another part of this work. You, yeah. If you don't notice something, you have no chance of changing it. Right. So you've got to be able to bring it up to your awareness. So when I started being aware, I was like, oh my God. So. I jumped right into judgment there, or I had an opinion there. We don't always need to have an opinion. Everyone thinks you need to have an opinion. You don't. It's just a habit. You don't need to have an opinion about anything or anyone outside of yourself. And you don't need to be judging yourself either. Because that's getting in your way. So. I'm just saying, people, I hope your pencil's sharp because... Tracy drops one nugget after another. I've been taking notes myself. And it's so, it's so true that we 
are absolutely what's standing in our own way. We are the problem for our, our, you know, our income being at a standstill. We are the problem for our, our relationships to be stagnant. We are the problem for our, our parenting skills to be less than. We are the problem. Mm-hmm. We are the but, problem in every, in every, every arena. Every. And that's a good thing. Right? It is a good thing. Like, it's what's interesting. What's actually coming up for me for the first time, and I've had this conversation so many times, obviously, is if you have resistance to being the problem, you need to check that mindset because it's that mindset that's getting in your way repetitively. Yes. Right? There's, there's a there's a term that you're taught when you go through coaching school, uh, at least the one that I went to, and it was the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Right. So if when you hear you're the problem and the solution, the only thing your mind focuses on is how dare she tell me I'm the problem. You really need to check that shit out. You really do. And I say that from love because I've helped thousands of people wake up and transform their lives, their businesses, their career, whatever, whatever it is, because you get to do the work of you. And all that stuff that we talk about, the business, the parenting, the the feelings, the physical, the health and wellness, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it all comes out of you. So if you're living in a world where you're looking for solutions for every one of those areas outside of yourself and you're bypassing, digging into your own shit, you will forever fall short of where you want to be in your life because you're the solution, this thing here. So that takes me to my next thing. And I don't want to spend a ton of time here because I really, I really, I, re- I really want to talk about this. Um, <clears throat> just saying, <laughs> cause yeah. it's really exciting. The red book. Um, <laughs> I, those things are super, super scary. And I know there's a lot of time and, and space that you designate to falling in love with fear. And in stepping over that line of where fear stops you. And I just want to spend just a, a quick little second on, on your insight with that statement of falling in love with fear Yeah, for just totally. a moment. Okay, great. I will be cognizant of my time. Um, so in the spirit of changing constructs under which we were raised, right? Yeah. Um, the first thing to know is fear and danger are two separate things, right? Okay, so, okay wait. Fear uh, and danger are two separate things. Two separate things. Yeah, yeah. Right? So danger is where fear is helpful, right? Because danger right? is, sure. I'm about to go into the ocean. Oh, my God, look, there's a fin in the water. Probably not going to go in the ocean now because I saw that. Or there's a dark alley and I just heard some noise down it. Oh, I'm probably not going to walk as a female by myself down that dark alley, right? Sure. So those are the things where your fear shows up and is helpful because it's a danger moment. It's an imminent potential hurting you death moment. Anything that's not danger is unhelpful fear. That's the fear that happens when you are entering out of comfort into discomfort or entering out of the known into the unknown. And to make it really clear, right now, the person you are right now, the things you're doing right now, the feelings you're feeling right now, that's known. Anything different than that 
anything different than that, changing your workout schedule, going from someone who worries to someone who's chill and at ease, um, being someone who doesn't use her voice to having a crucial conversation, um, going from employment to entrepreneurship, any, anything is going to trigger your fear response because you're now jumping over into something unknown to you, right? Mm -hmm. It's not familiar. And as soon as you hit unknown, unfamiliar, it's uncertain to your mind mm. and it triggers your fear response. And then your fear response's job is to keep you alive because it thinks <gasps> unfamiliar means death, unknown means death, 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 danger, danger. Get her to sit down and not do that thing, which is where your thoughts come up of, well, maybe I shouldn't say anything. What are they going to think if I use my voice? I'm really not sure that I'm cut out for this. What if success is not for me? Um, you know, all of that doubt comes from the fear response going, okay, get her to think things that are going to get her to sit back down. Mm. Right? Yeah. So when you fall in love with fear, you start to bring this concept and this, this the lens through which I'm teaching you to look at it, you start to see it differently. And instead you go, okay, I'm about to go use my voice, right? And it's not familiar to me. Pause and you wait and fear will be there. Within 30 seconds, fear is going to show up like a loyal dog, right? And sometimes, especially as I'm doing things and I'm expanding in the book and speaking and, and, and media, I just wait and I'm like, okay, there it is, right? And you kind of look down at it like, hey, bud, how you doing? Was waiting for you because I knew you were coming because <laughs> it's always coming. That's the thing. So when you recognize it and you own it, hello, radical responsibility, right? Right. And then you love it. And this is the loving part. What you resist persists. Mm. If you say, screw you, fear, get out of here. You're only making it louder and more pervasive. What you want to do is you want to bring it to you, put it on your lap. Be like, Hey, like I know what my dreams are. I know that having this conversation is important to my marriage. I know this, I know that, right? And we're safe. I'm not going to die. Okay. So you can hang out with me, but you're going to use your power for good. And then you, the being that's in charge, that actually knows the life you want to live, makes the choices. Smoke. That's so good. It's so good because we, <coughs> we need, we need the fear. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not and optional. The fear it, is bio the fear is biological, and that's the interesting part of it, is that you're not getting rid of it on your best day, right? Because it does serve that purpose. Yes. We need fear's presence because yes. it keeps us alive in moments of danger. Yes. Right? Yes. It just its job is to make you survive. And if survival is all you're looking for, well, you wouldn't be watching this interview if survival was all you were looking for. Right. But to have anything more than that survival life, you need to learn how to love your fear and how to not not believe everything you think. Yeah, so good. So good. You guys, again, um, I highly encourage you to spend time with the Tracy Litt. Um, it massively changes your, your life, your outlook on things, how you do business, how you relate with yourself. And... I highly recommend you get Ooh, her new matching book. Matching we, have, book. we have matchies, matchy books. I know. Isn't that cool? Okay. So the worthy human. Yeah. This book is totally dives into what we've just been talking about. 
I have I have things earmarked in here. I've gone through it with a highlighter. There, I mean, things just jump out of here and go smack right in your head. And I'm not even kidding you, you guys. As Tracy already said, we in this work, in our work, and what we do, we're always studying. We're always learning. We're always a student. We continue the personal development. That's who we are as women. That's the lane that we love to be in. There's always something new that you can learn. And if that's something that's stopping you or you think you know it all, I'm just going to sit here and say you don't. I'm <laughs> just going to throw it out there. And no um, one does. No, no one, one does. does. And seriously, you guys, I'm going to I'm going to drop the I'm going to drop the link so you guys can grab this. But holy cow. My husband calls this the red book. Um <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he's like, where's that it. red it's, book? It's dark orange. It's dark orange. It is dark orange. Most, uh, most men are, is this, I know I'm going to make a generalization, but I know sometimes like it's hard to see like in color, not colorblind, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like you think it's one thing and it's another. It's dark orange. Yeah. So, so just uh, one of the things that I tagged before this, in before we even started and I clearly we can talk for hours and like, we don't need an agenda, you and I, and it just rolls and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I had tagged in here was um, choice number eight, which is, and we just covered it, was you're ready to fall in love with fear. And there's a quote in here from Jack Canfield that everything you want is on the other side of fear. And that's something it's been on my vision boards. It's been, I, I coach that a lot myself. I'm like, okay, what do you, what is holding you back? What is holding you back? And, and um, it's, it's interesting that we already just like really spent some time covering on this. And then I had forgotten I had tagged it <laughs> to cover, mm -hmm. but this book, um, why, why did you feel it was necessary to put your work in print? Mm, what a great question that I've not yet been asked. <gasps> Today's your day. Uh, yes, um, because I have an ability to take more complex growth um, concepts and neuroscientific concepts and other, you know, expansion things and just make it so digestible and so direct and so real. I think that's one of my superpowers. And student after student and client after client is going, oh my God, what you say, it just makes sense. And I'm someone who needs that. Yeah. So the way I deliver this book is exactly the way that I need information because I will get lost if it's too complex or too heady. I need you to just give it to me straight. Yeah. And that's why I felt like, okay, I'm going to put all this together. I wrote the book very conversationally. It really feels like we're just hanging out and I'm just talking through things with you. Right. And to me, I have a very clear mission and my mission is to awaken a million humans to their personal inner power to honor their worth and master their mind. That is my mission. And to achieve this mission, I need a book so that it's re so so it's a, a, um, um, tangible. Thank you, and uh, it can reach people, and it's a great option. And you want to start somewhere? Start here. There's work sections in the book, so it functions like you know uh, application because that's another thing I'll say as someone who really helps people shift and change and have more, do more, whatever your goals are. Inspiration and theory is lovely. And it is worthless if you don't do something with it, right? There has to be action involved. There must 
be work involved. You know, the, the, the craziest thing is like you get into personal growth and you feel like, oh, I read that book or I, I took that course. So I should be good now. Right. Like I'm like, I'm good. I'm done. Done. But we wouldn't do that when it comes to like our physical bodies. I wouldn't go to you for a week and be like, where's my six pack? Why can't I bench 200? It, everything you want differently than what you have takes consciousness and consistency and practice. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And people, I'm telling you what, not only does Tracy as a human being change and shift your world and you just want more of the Tracy lit in, in and around you all the time. Um, she's pretty magnetic if you haven't figured it out. Um, I, I personally adore her. I love who she is. I love how she shows up. I love the way that she impacts and changes and she has, she has a mission and she's on it and she's going to accomplish it. And um, let's talk about your book tour that you got going on. So, yeah. Cause, Cause you can go get this from her. That's right. Yeah. You know, so right from her, like she might even have a Sharpie. Handy. Oh, that, that's actually part of it. So one of the things that um, I very much wanted to do when my publisher told me, okay, this is the release date. This is what's going on. Um, I knew I wanted to do something where I connected with people because another thing that is very meaningful to me is human connection. Like I want to touch you. I want to share oxygen with you. We need to hug and exchange some dopamine, and, you know, really yeah. be together. And I think in our world, not just online and business, but in our world of advancement and technology and busyness, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not stopping to create space for yourself to learn something new or connect with someone new or other people that are interested in rising, you know, like you're doing yourself a disservice. So I created, uh, they're like, oh, we could do a bookstore, like bookstores. I'm like, no, 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 that's not it. I want an evening, right? So what I've created is called Get Lit, the Worthy Human Bookstore. <laughs> It's like, I, in the book, I thank my father for giving me such a kick-ass last name um, because I can't say, I can't, I can't own that one. That's all right. I am. Uh, so what we're doing, it's New York City, August 15th, and Palm Beach, Florida, August 22nd. And it is uh, from six to seven, cocktails and food. From seven to nine, I'm doing an epic live talk seminar. And there'll be some live coaching from people in the audience coming up and kind of moving through their shit. You could be one of those people. And then from nine to 10, I'm doing a book signing. So your ticket to the event actually includes a hard copy of the book. Um, so you can wait and get it then, or you could grab a copy on Amazon and then gift your other copy away, whatever you want to do. So it's so good. It's so good. And um, you guys, you can find Tracy, you can find her book, you can find links to the link to, to the book tour and getting her book is dropped in the feed already over here on, on the, the business page for the show. But if you just simply want to be with Tracy, you can find her at the Tracy, sorry, the lit factor.com L I T T F A C T O R. That's right. That's right. And up until the end of August, there are free bonuses you get to claim when you buy your book on Amazon. So the link that's in the chat somewhere. Yep. And when you go to my website, it's like the main thing that you'll see. If you click that, it'll take you to the page that tells you more about the book and also tells you how to claim your bonuses once you buy the book. There is a two-hour online 
like direct you and I on Zoom uh, masterclass called Don't Believe Everything You Think That I'm Doing. You also get my Cut the Crap and Step Into Your Power audio course, which is like a lifetime access listen to me tell you things with worksheets <laughs> um, and then access to the worthy human revolution, which is the private Facebook group that I hang out in all the time. And it's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> so ready, you guys, the worthy human, because you are the problem. Oh yeah. Twinsies. You are the problem and the solution with Tracy lit. She's amazing. She rocks your world. She changes it forever and ever and ever. And um, go buy your book. Go buy her book. Yeah, really. Go join Go her in book. New York or Palm Beach. It will absolutely be the highlight of your summer. I guarantee it. And it'll be something that you will never forget the rest of your life. That's true. That's true. You will change that night. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's an amazing, seriously, this is, you know, this is just a little space for her. But when she's got a mic in her hand and she's on stage, it's off the charts. It's off the charts, you guys. So Tracy, thank you so much for being with us. I adore, adore, adore you. Oh, it's so good. You go <laughs> I let that in. I let all the love in. Let it in. Let it in. Yeah. So that's a whole nother conversation as I'm receiving on another show. Oh, my friend. yes. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. Um, so we'll book that when we're done here talking. Um, People, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We appreciate who you are in the world. We love you in ours and everything that we can do with and for and with each other. Let's do that. So reach out, reach out to either one of us, collaborate with us. Let us see how we can rise together as women. And we'll see you right back here soon. Mwah! Mwah!